Welcome to TPR Pod. Our guest today is Alex from Lost with Purpose, and our sponsor is KFC today. And um, I hope they sponsor us someday. And yeah, send us free knobs, please. Yeah, I think more than money, we would accept food yes. if they just yeah. start giving us food for every episode. Bro, that's why we want the money. So we're gonna buy KFC anyway. <laughs> yeah, this is imagining just like drums just, yeah. raining down. <laughs> right now, like we heard you. <laughs> if KFC pays oh us, God. we'll just give them back the money for food. <laughs> and get them directly. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but yes, we have Alex. Um, people might remember that once upon a time when people used to travel. So now I'm doing the formal intro. When we used oh, to travel, man. when the world was a normal place, uh, some people started coming to Pakistan, and we were very curious as to why. <laughs> why, why are they coming? Why is this happening? God, why? Um, <laughs> yeah, and there were lots of vloggers and YouTubers and people, just influencer types. And uh, then uh, Condé Nast put Pakistan as like the top destination to visit. We were yeah, yeah, yeah. more curious as to why this is happening because that is that is probably why the world shut down last year. <laughs> yeah. China like was like, we must make COVID. Stop <laughs> Pakistan is too much power now. Yeah, <laughs> they're too strong. Um, but then one of the people who came is Alex, um, and Alex was in Pakistan for a while with her very very well written detailed as hell lost with purpose blog and instagram account and everything yep and she was here for a while as with other people and then there was some huge conference tourism seminar with the president and everything we found out much later because we were not invited to any of this um <laughs> <laughs> because cool we, i don't even not was the podcast enough. even on i don't know but anyway so we got alex because Oh, Clubhouse. So, are you in Clubhouse, Alex? No, Clubhouse is only for people with iPhones, I thought. Right, it is. Cool. Yeah, and you don't have an iPhone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well. So, my motivation uh, for... Oh, one second. My dad's calling. Why is my dad calling? <laughs> <laughs> no, dad, not right now. <laughs> I'm weird things in my room. Leave me alone. <laughs> recording the podcast dad is like just um, talking to random people on the internet yeah i have no cool points anymore but anyway it's not a phase (laughs) (laughs) on clubhouse there was a whole bunch of non-pakistani pakistanis people from england and the u.s and they were very concerned about foreign influencers coming to pakistan and words like reclaiming and all of that were thrown out um specific vloggers were mentioned not alex um but that gave me the idea that i was like oh shit alex also came and she had some slightly different ideas oh um who was mentioned yeah all right (laughs) (laughs) 
spill the tea let's go yeah um i think <laughs> yeah this is mostly eva that they were talking about i have watched none of her videos but they seem very okay. well produced um and she was they here are. for a while yeah mm-hmm. um and then what other people as well um but anyway alex is who i wanted to talk to because i remembered her video from back then uh so i found her i reached out to her it was surprisingly easy to convince her to, i was it's expecting so weird that there's like a real person on the yeah. other side so yeah. i thought it was just like ai bots or <laughs> and she accepted yeah. like way too quickly and i was like oh okay i was like all right um I'm not gonna respond to your emails yeah. the time. <laughs> so now she's here and what we're gonna talk to her about apart from you know her overall travel life is like why she came to pakistan which is our main question and how she found it because one day maybe covid's going to go away and people's going to come again um maybe so yeah alex um you have a very detailed section i almost put this in as an apology in the agenda that look i know you've mentioned all of this on the website how you travel how you make money all of this but if someone was to put you on the spot not me someone and say um how would you describe what you do what would that be um well hi i'm alex and i'm a raw agent sent to oh no (laughs) (laughs) i'm totally kidding no one take that out of context please i'm actually cia so it's all right that's fine Um, (laughs) um hi alex i am a travel blogger um I was traveling the world full time until a global pandemic cut that real short. Mm. Um, And shit, what was the question? I'm introducing myself. (laughs) I'm from the US. I'm in Belgium right now because my parents are here. I like traveling and that's why I blog. And I originally came to Pakistan back in 2016. It was May, 2016. I was traveling just over land at the time. Um, I'd read that Pakistan was like, pretty plausible for a destination and so I came and it was May so it was shit hot and it was mm-hmm. Ramzan mm-hmm. which I didn't realize oh, wow. and I was like okay so I am melting in um, interior Sindh and it is 48 degrees and I've literally never experienced anything remotely close to that heat before and no one will sell me water because it is rubs on oh shit and it was just so good that i came back again oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i was thinking that can't be the visit i know so 26 you came twice i've come okay this is the part where people actually think i'm an agent i've probably been like (laughs) six or seven times now But yeah, that was wow. the first time. And then I came again in 2017. And then again in 2018. And then twice. No, I feel like I'm forgetting something. I've come several times. Is, is 18? I've come enough times that now when I tell people that, people used to be like, wow, that's so wonderful you came. And now they're like, but why? <laughs> <laughs> so is 18 the, the visit that we might know about? Is that when the tourism conference happened? Yeah. I don't know. Time has become so mm. fluid. <laughs> it's probably 18 or 19, right? So it's yeah. it's yeah, in yeah, the yeah. new government, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. That was my debut as a vlogger in Pakistan. So before that, 
topic. <laughs> before that, you've already been to Pakistan a few times before yeah. it was. I'm not cool. gonna say stuff like that if I've not been there before, man. That'd be obnoxious. And I shit. mean, <laughs> <laughs> God, that'd be awful. Yeah, so I've been several times before that, and I've mm. been blogging since then, and like um, helping a bunch of travelers come before I rented in video format. Okay. Um, so Pakistan, as far as we are aware, was not considered to be prime tourism destinations yeah. for a long period of time. So was that like image already, has that already changed when you came for the first time or were you going into no. like a dangerous place? Um, I, I remember like <clears throat> when I was planning my route I had a boyfriend at the time and we were kind of figuring out where we'd travel and our options after Iran were Turkmenistan where getting a visa is really difficult. You can't travel independently or Pakistan. And I was like, let's go through Pakistan. He was like, no, we're definitely going to die. Let's not do that. And I was like, no, we think we can do it, bro. And then I remember Googling and I think I ended up on like Wiki Travel or something and the whole Wiki Travel page, it was probably written by an Indian it was like if you go to Pakistan like you will die if you accept food from people you will be poisoned you will be bombed this that I was like well shit man that sounds pretty bad actually um but then there was like one forum somewhere where people were like yeah actually I went it was pretty cool so you should go because people were really nice and like it's not that bad it's like okay Mm. that sounds perfectly legitimate i'm going to accept this one positive thing or <laughs> all of the negativity that other people said mm. um and so yeah like obviously as you guys know it would not just like automatically result in death if people traveled to pakistan <laughs> and yeah. then it was around like 2018 where i started to see a change before it was like like when I first went, it was like, oh my God, you went there and you didn't die. And then the next time I went, it was still, you're there and you're not dead and you went back. That's weird. And then in 2018, that's when people started, like I would say where I was and people were like, oh, I've also heard it's actually kind of cool. Yeah, like I've been thinking yeah. about visiting. It's like, huh, okay, that's cool. And now it's like the adventure place to be or was before yeah yeah um even now i see a lot of adventure travelers going there now because it Mm. doesn't have covid restrictions so oh yeah we don't have we don't have covid in pakistan Uh, yeah i heard that covid ended because the government said it was done so (laughs) (laughs) i mean if anyone could do it it would be imran khan it's true <laughs> we, we love Imran Khan and oh, yeah. the army it's really commendable what he has done for yeah. his country thank you, yeah, okay. thank you. So. <laughs> so so when you first went um, our exposure to foreign people coming to Pakistan I mean I use the term foreign loosely we've spent more time outside of Pakistan than in but yeah. <clears throat> like content creators or influencers or whatever the politically correct term is um <laughs> the first exposure I had to them coming was the people are amazing. Everyone gives you everything for free. Uh, everything is so cheap. The food is great, etc. Just on repeat experiences, which we did not relate to at all. <laughs> like, why was no one nice to us? Um, and then that just kept growing and growing. 
Um, and then, like, I'm jumping a bit further ahead, perhaps. But then, jump I, I had an it. agenda. It's gone. I'm not looking at your agendas. Yeah. Effort, so, <laughs> but then, yeah. So then, there was a different video that you put out. You're like, "All right, it's great. I've been here a lot. Um, people are nice. They do give you stuff for free, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. But you know, there are things that these guys aren't talking about that people need to be aware of if you're coming. So, why did you make that video? Like, you could have not made it. I could have not made it. Um, part of it was being like pissy. That is totally a thing. Um, so I was invited to that conference. That was like the first time I'd accepted an invite to a conference in Pakistan because mm. normally that sounds, mm. um, but they actually, they lured us in. They're like, you can possibly speak in front of the prime minister. And I was like, well, that sounds cool. Um, <clears throat> and I really didn't have other context aside from that this was kind of what they told me the email showed up in my inbox I was like oh, i'm not doing anything right now anyway so i went and they're like you have to prepare a presentation about um the role of media like digital media in pakistan's tourism i was like okay, okay i can okay. do that as an internet person mm. and they're like yeah but we also have these very famous other people making presentations so you have to do something different i was like oh, well can also do that and this was around the time when other people were becoming quite famous for like fluttery dupata kind of shit <laughs> um, and i was starting to see like through my blog i was starting to get more messages from people with like questions that definitely were sparked by these kinds of videos it was like hey so i saw like I saw like women motorbiking alone, like all over the place. So it's like, cool, right? Or like, I saw like foreigners going to Balochistan, so I can do that, right? Or like, I saw like these like people saying that they have no problems as a woman in Pakistan. So like, it's okay for me, right? It's like, no, not really. Well, and these maybe, are people from but... outside of Pakistan, obviously. <laughs> yeah, so these are right. all like foreign travelers because like yeah. YouTube videos are the inspiration, blogs are the information. And so when people have questions, I get the questions and right, I right, right. yeah um, and so like I saw this like huge disparity between like people's expectations and what they would actually find and so I talked about that I like made a whole presentation of like here's like the reality and here's where digital media can actually cause problems later on if you don't set expectations properly and here's like what we can do to do better about that um, they're like, yeah, cool. It's like woke shit. You should definitely come and talk about this. And then when I got to the conference, there was a bunch of shicey shit going on. And mm. they basically like lied to me about why I couldn't speak in my time slot, which was not supposed to be in the conference. It was supposed to be at like a big politicians and business people gathering. And they told me that I didn't have, or they didn't have time for me. So I was not able to talk there, but maybe I could talk oh, wow. elsewhere. And then no one would answer when they're just yeah. like, yeah, like eventually. And then eventually some assistant like threw me on at the end when everyone was gone. And so, oh, wow. yeah, I got yeah. to the presentation thing later and it turns out that I was the only person who was removed from the presentation wow. and one of the influencers who was supposed to be speaking there was not present so they played one of his vlogs one of his older vlogs and so understandably wow. I was slightly pissed about that and also just like the issue is real like I truly believe the country has massive tourism potential but now is the time to like kind of 
make sure yeah. you're presenting it properly. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I made the presentation anyway. I'm going to just share it. Also, I don't know how to make vlogs, and this is a good chance to learn how to make vlogs. <laughs> so I made it. Um, and yeah, like you have seen it. It went viral. <clears throat> it was horrible. I never want to go viral again. I don't enjoy being in this spotlight. I saw was- two videos. Uh, um, just to interrupt in yeah, a bit, there's no one proper video on your YouTube mm-hmm. channel. But before that, I don't know, that has to be you. There was a video, I think, with you sitting at what seemed like a train station or something, like way at night yeah. and just perhaps alone. Um, and you yeah. were just talking into the camera. And I was like, it's fine, whatever she's saying. Why is she there alone at night? That was my main concern. <laughs> I was sitting at a Daewoo station oh. at a weird okay it was like in the middle of the night it was super why was i there i don't know it was bad like i remember but that was because everyone was like because i had the bit of talking at the end of the conference but like all that's decontextualized and so people just saw that and they're like typical tabloid drama they're like oh she's just being a jealous bitch she just like didn't get to like meet Uh, enough people and she's upset because she's not gory enough and also she's a raw agent cia agent whatever i I think you've learned everything about us (laughs) that's that's all our things Let's say I made that video to just like explain stuff because I was getting irritated by that and like journalists were starting to pick up on that and like say nasty shit as well and I was like okay well I can at least clear this up and then it ended up not clearing up very much and also like at some point the azan started and I kept on talking and people were like so much disrespect like she's so through the azans. Oh, it actually didn't do anything. Oh, so I think I deleted it off of my channel eventually because I look like I'm on crack. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's mm. gone. But so then you was, made the proper one. No, that was that was after. Oh no, no, that was after. Yeah, that was after because no okay. one gave a shit about me before. Okay. The okay. <laughs> right. I was just a blogger, and people don't read blogs, so. So you yeah. made that video, and everyone was fully on board from day one. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Yep, she's right. Right. That's what have happened." <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please. No, it's like okay reception. Like half of the people who saw it agreed with me, and then the other half wanted me to die. So mm. like, it's fine. Okay. It's like pretty good internet stats, actually. So. <laughs> yeah no we have a friend um who's a big youtuber vlogger person and his main sarcastic phase which he is finding his way into more videos nowadays is positive image um which is like basically all that people want from anyone who is ever talking about pakistan in the public um it's yeah i mean you we sort of understand where it comes from but being pakistani we know that they know (laughs) that this is not the complete story so um but anyway there's a a balance to be found like positivity is important for sure it's just there can be like too much positivity at some point it's not striking a balance so so you've seen like way more than i definitely have maybe also more probably than Rizwan has. Um, coming at it because we approach. Oh, I've 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 been to Balochistan. Bro. Oh, what? Why? Why? Okay, flex. Why don't you? Very <laughs> cool. I heard it was just desert. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> what 
Uh, we approach everything in Pakistan with a healthy level of like disdain because we're like, oh yeah, we're from here, <laughs> yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. But you know, I'm trying. The question I'm trying to formulate is: You're coming in, for example, as an outsider. What is the impression that Pakistan gives off to like somebody who even, for example, hasn't heard all the bad news, right? Has heard nothing. Um, maybe knows about India. Uh, what's the vibe that people get when they come to Pakistan as a non-Pakistani person? It kind of depends on where they go, right? Sure. Like the cities yeah. are mad different yeah. from the mountains. Yeah. And so yeah. a lot of foreigners do just kind of show up and go straight to the mountains. So the people who go straight to the mountains are just like foaming at the mouth about snow-capped peaks and mm. charming villages and peace and quiet and they're like it's beautiful they're just like can't stop spouting about how beautiful it is <clears throat> and the people who come to like the southern cities um i mean obviously there's like the busyness of everything and just like the amount of yeah. sensory stimulation that goes on in the cities but a lot of people are quite impressed by like the diversity of what's on offer because you can have like all of the forts and the old like the shrines, the mosques, all of these like historical pieces of architecture. You have a bunch of different languages and cultures going on. Um, you have people of all kinds of appearances walking around on the streets and then all of that you can have and then you can have mountains and like pristine nature on top of that. So people yeah. are just like overwhelmed by what exists in the country it's mm. quite unique in that regard and i mean yeah you want me to like spout positivity or you want me to like no no <laughs> <laughs> if you do get too positive i'll eventually go towards the negative myself <laughs> stop stop be more miserable <laughs> like us like, um, <laughs> no so like in general like most people's impressions are quite good in general okay. about the country like from a tourist perspective it's fucking cool you can have all kinds of stuff it's like relatively affordable to travel around in at a certain yeah. level yeah you can have a lot <laughs> of different kinds of experiences in a relatively small like area um and so people are just impressed by that and then there's the hospitality also that like obvious foreigners get mm. Is it? Foreigners. Yeah, I was. <laughs> uh, we'll come to the obvious foreigner bit too. But like, if you're a super obvious foreigner, um, is it like our our Pakistani people, like the average man on the street, are they like chill or are they like over the top excited and you know go out of their way or is it like a mix? Um, when I first came, it was definitely like over the top like when I when I first came I had a boyfriend um mm. he was like a tall very white like curly light brown blondish hair yeah. so like he got the instant like oh, you you're here <laughs> like red carpet like fawning like the right. god has arrived kind of treatment <laughs> and so it was definitely intense. <laughs> um, and then in more recent years, like in rural areas still, it's kind of like that. But in more recent years, like walking around, for example, like the walled city in Lahore, people are a bit more chill. Now they're like, hey, like, welcome, hello. But it's not like, hi, oh my God, let's give you chai and feed you. Right, right. right now. <laughs> like now they've calmed down mm. a bit. Um, in other places, it's still like that though. Um, but it's not too intense people stare a lot i yeah. suppose but it's yeah. not as intense as other places it's mostly like friendly 
it can be like weird sometimes if you don't know to expect it like the last time I was there I was with um two people from the U.S. two other people from the U.S. and one of them was like a tall white blue-eyed guy and this guy on his motorbike with like all of his kids on the back of his bike just drives up next to him and is just like smiling at him he doesn't say anything he just like rolls up and is just standing and like grinning massively at him wow. <laughs> just like says nothing and then eventually I think he asks for a photo or something and then just like drives yeah. and so there's these kinds of like curious encounters mm. that happen yeah. um, but generally it's like quite positive like okay. maybe foreign women will have like guys saying creepy shit to them. But does that happen like a lot? I would have thought because it's not that I don't mean think that Pakistani men can be creepy. Um, <laughs> it's more that but... I would have thought they would <laughs> definitely not try and mess with someone foreign because they'd be like, we'll definitely get into way more trouble. Oh, bro, Pakistani have... men have have insane confidence, bro. They, they don't they don't give a shit. Some yeah, do. yeah. You're making yeah. jokes. Some do. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's a thing. There's like dudes online who manage to get foreign wifeys like super easily. They like go online and like yeah. on women, and, like convince them to come and marry them. I, I was go into that more. I'm like sidetracking you, but I couldn't talk about. That. I was noticing on your blog but, there was like yeah. lots of disclaimers about finding love in Pakistan. I was like, how much does this happen? Oh, but, but then uh, like oh, incidentally. Yeah, it's it's around it's around the time that Alex would have been in Pakistan, like 2018, 19, where a lot of news stories were coming out of Pakistani men marrying foreign women for some really? reason. Okay, I yeah I must have missed it. So so our men were very confident during your visits. <laughs> yes, they, they had good reason to believe. Wow. (laughs) It's a thing. Um, I'm an admin for a female travelers group for the country. It's like for foreign and local women, whoever wants to travel, um, just have like a female specific perspective. And there are a lot of women coming in to be like, hi, I've never left my country, but my fiance in Peshawar, the areas around is having me come over to meet his family and stay and like I think he wants to marry me and I'm not ready or like we're gonna get married even though it's the first time I've met them it's like oh my god (laughs) wow wait stop please stop (laughs) hang on a sec it was really there was one oh no maybe I shouldn't like share her secrets (laughs) yeah I'm not sharing a name okay there was one girl who was coming and she was literally like I've never left my country and I heard that Pakistan has squat toilets and I don't know how to use those. And I'm going to a village um, outside of Peshawar and I'm staying with my fiance's Whoa. family and they're going to maybe build me a toilet in their village, but I'm not sure how do I use a squat toilet? And it's like, oh my God. How is <laughs> it's, in, it's in the name. Such a yeah, I mean, time. And <laughs> the, the process is in the name. You know? <laughs> This discussion is so far down the line where you'd be like, how did you get to here? How did the all worst this part start? Is pe- people were like telling her to take all of her clothes off to use the toilet. That was legitimately <laughs> an answer from someone that was just sitting there. Isn't, like, I don't even understand. Isn't that what you do? I mean, everyone knows that like you just have to like completely disrobe. Yeah. And that's just wow. All the time. <laughs> I remember Rizwan had a horror story of a squat toilet from when he was a kid. Oh, yes. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, in, a, in a previous. I tell you my shit and you don't tell me 
me your shit. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, it was experience. Yeah, it was. We it don't was, have to go into horrible. it again. Yeah, it was it was horrible yeah. enough to hear. It involves it involves uh, a squat toilet and yeah. a pair yeah. of socks. A pair of socks. Oh, um, no. Anyway, so yeah. so all right. So the 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 city is seen fine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the I will find you like the toilet and the socks. But yes, okay, the city's toilet socks are yeah, fine. They're fine. Um, is the food okay? Did you get sick like a lot? Yeah, duh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, That's still normal then. The um 2019, I guess, or before I came back to Pakistan after being in the West. I think I was in the U.S. And so it's been like before I'd gone back to visit people in the US, I'd been like consuming everything in sight. I was at the point where I could like have stuff washed in tap water in Bangladesh, like off the street and be totally fine. I was drinking water that was like yellow and it was cool. Um, So I came to Pakistan. I was like, yeah, like I can eat anything, whatever. It's all good. I miss this food. It's so good. Let's go. And the last thing that I ate was pink faluda. Oh no. So, oh, oh no. I think it was like four or five hours later, and it was like, mm, not good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I like volcanoed pink faluda all oh, over. Wow. Oh, wow. Shit. We, so strangely, we, we had faluda too in Peshawar together. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, man. That's that, wasn't pink. that wasn't pink. This was some like. That wasn't pink. Yeah. The, very the color. Pink <laughs> from Karachi. It's, it was. Oh, yeah, it was not you. the like tasty Peshwari Faluda. It was like the very pink chemical mystery uh, rose Faluda. And just like, yeah. it was just as pink coming back up as it was going down. Yeah. It was very awkward to explain <laughs> to the person whose place it was. It's like, hi, um, I can't go out right now. And I just projectile vomited pink all over you. So that was my food story. Okay. Um, the food is mostly fine. It definitely gets people sick. Um, I guided a tour of women in 2019 and we were quite careful with the food mm. until the end when it's like, you're all going home anyway, like, fuck it, let's eat chat. <laughs> and so we went out to eat chat and everyone was like, this is the best thing ever. And then like 24 <laughs> hours later, people were like, I'm not okay. <laughs> so, okay. So if you, the lesson here is if you're good with Bangladesh's cleanliness yeah. levels, that's not enough for us. No, <laughs> yeah. it was enough. It was enough at the start, just like be gentle with mm, transitions. Mm, yeah, also, yeah. if you get sick once, you're like not going to get sick again. So. Oh, really? I don't think we should be saying that. But <laughs> sure. No, because, because disclaimer, just, I am not a medical yeah. professional. I'm just yeah. dumb and eat everything. Yeah. <laughs> and I vomit you get sick me. once, you die and you don't get sick. That's it. Yeah. You can only die once. Once you've died, you're fine forever. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't kill you, yeah. makes you stronger. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, one thing I perhaps should have asked at the start, is it easy to come to Pakistan, like from a visa, whatever clearance perspective? Like some of my <laughs> relatives are American and there was a time when it was hard for American people to get visas. And like my khala, my aunt is like already like, a you know, off the chain very easily. And she was so pissed. She's like, I'm Pakistani, but, I'm, but you're not, but you're American now. <laughs> so it was a big thing. So that's my, still the image I'm carrying like 15 years later. 
So before it was harder, you could only get a visa in your home country, which was a problem for people who were traveling already or if their country didn't have a Pakistani mm. embassy. Yeah. Um, the embassies are often not the most helpful organizations. They may or may <laughs> not answer the phone and they may yep. or may not answer your questions if yep. you have them. Um, so that made things a bit complicated. And now there's like an e-visa system online. Okay. So it's moderately yeah. chiller. Okay. You can now apply from theoretically anywhere, but then there's still a lot of, not a lot, there's like some arbitrary requirements for like a letter of invitation, which is basically just a way for them to get tour operators more money because you have to mm -hmm. pay a tour operator. Yeah. It's yeah. literally a letter that's like, hi, they can come. It's like, why do we do this? <laughs> Mm. Um, and then now they've switched to only doing online visas, which you can probably imagine the result <clears> of <throat> taking an previously in-office system and making it all online on a very new website that the Pakistani government built recently. So wow. as it's you perfect, can imagine, is what she's saying. <laughs> very much perfect. They yeah. did an excellent job and there might be a handful of travelers who have been waiting for months, heard nothing, and had to cancel flights in recent months. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh but they're, yeah. they're just a minority. It's <laughs> so when you came, when you came through like Iran, how 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 does that go at the border? Did you have a visa before, or were you just yeah. let in? I got a visa like before I left for my long-term trip. I got a visa beforehand. Um, I just told them I needed it like months in advance. I applied for everything, and then I could just show up in Iran. They're like, why are you here? Mm. It's like, I wanted to come in. They're like, cool, you're not in Iran. Take your hijab off. <laughs> okay. Yay. And then like five minutes later, they're like, no, wait, put it back on. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, so like now it's easier. Like before I mailed my passport back to my home country once to get a visa, which was a terrifying experience to be without wow. a passport. Yeah, um, wow. Luckily, yeah. you don't have to do that anymore. It's definitely easier to come to Pakistan now. Okay. The challenges are more like what's in the country now. Okay. So if if you're coming as like a first time, like non, like regular traveler to Pakistan, what are your, like, I'm not asking you to like do what you're doing in the group, but like, where would you say people can just easily go? Is it just usual Karachi, Lahore, Islamabad? Yeah. I mean, most people don't even go to Karachi just because it's way far away. Yeah. And security in Sindh is intense <clears throat> and problematic. And so it's like the worst place you can go. Um, but yeah, most people like Aww. you go to Lahore. I love Karachi. Karachi yeah. is the only place no, they Karachi go. Is cool. yeah. Karachi is cool, but like Karachi is fine. The second yeah. you leave Karachi, you're going to have like police follows being there being like, what are you doing here and why? Mm. And who invited you? And what are you doing? And what are you taking photos <laughs> of? And we're going to come with you everywhere. So like it's a bitch um, yeah but so most people like the easiest is to go to Lahore to Islamabad and then they go to Hunza and like walk in the mountains and then come over over so that's the easiest yeah. yeah um maybe things are changing in KPK with the new focus on tourism maybe not um but in theory that should be getting easier but when you went to like Peshawar and stuff was that had you was that like a super different experience for you personally at the time or were you used to perhaps I'm assuming there's a conservative vibe there I've never been maybe there's not don't well, hate me let me but... tell you about your country yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let me just like drop all the culture on you um 
<laughs> yeah, it's different. Um, I've been to Afghanistan, so like the oh. cultural overlap is there. Okay. So it's it wasn't. Why my did first you go to time. Afghanistan? Because I'm like, an agent, bro. Oh right. Sorry. <laughs> I forgot. People. I Because um, I wanted we to see. keep forgetting. It. <laughs> I wanted to see. I'm curious, and I like to see things. Okay. Um, but so yeah, Peshawar is different. Um, it's actually a place. It's obviously like very culturally intriguing because it's a major stopping point on the Silk Road. Like loads of people have been going through Peshawar for forever. It has all the Buddhist history there or like in the region, I suppose. So it's intriguing in that regard, but I'm very cautious with recommending it to women just because it's a very different environment. There's like less women on the street. Mm. People are more like secluded. There's more like the purda going on. And so I used to think that was fine as long as people just know that it's coming. And then I remember meeting some foreign travelers in the country a couple of years ago. And I asked the women like, hey, like, what did you think? Like, what did you expect? How can I like help to like better prepare women in the future? And they're like, yeah, so like, we just were really disturbed by the lack of women on the street everywhere. And I was like, where have you been? They're like, we were in Hunza. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> that's, not, um, that's like probably one of the more balanced places. And so yeah. that's when I realized that like, it really has an impression on people if there are not women on the street. And so right. now I'm more cautious with my recommendations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but... So then is, was Peshawar itself like apart from if you're prepared for it? Um, no, it's, it's fine. It's like a beautiful city. Like, yeah. The historical places are beautiful. Like it's a different culture from um, the Punjabi culture in the cities that most travelers see for the first time. Um, and yeah, like it's intriguing. They have the best Baluda ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, and they, yeah, so like it's, people are worried that it's dangerous because a lot of the older guidebooks like they were written back in the days when it was more concerning to be in that region but now it's relatively safe so it's okay Mm. and before Mm. foreigners weren't allowed to visit I think or they could only go if they had an escort so there's like this perception of Peshawar as like off limits danger zone and a lot of people still go there to be like I'm gonna find the gun bazaar and like go buy some fucking opium mm-hmm. and heroin shit and be like so badass and it's like no it's just like a city now you can okay. buy like <laughs> electronics I guess <laughs> oh yeah so many uh, I think Rizan and I definitely know a whole bunch of people who bought definitely not legally acquired guitars from uh, I did the, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so cheap it's so cheap I wonder why yeah it's not he yeah. didn't get it from Fender yeah we have no idea border, you know? <laughs> so, so another another thing um in your things of like like your guide um to Pakistan there was um a lot of like uh talk about how society is split between there's like super ultra poor people in Pakistan and then there's also like insanely rich people by comparison and they seem to be living in like different realities and sure you can't get drugs in Pakistan and alcohol is illegal etc but also there's places where there's like everything you could hope for um my favorite thing was uh cocaine comes from Colombia so if you get it in Pakistan, <laughs> it's probably not the right stuff. 
Um, yeah. yeah. How is that? I've had people offer me coke, and it's like, no, dude. Think about what thing. could have happened between <laughs> there and here. Like, yeah. Um, I did. Cotton in my freaking chana, and you're gonna give me coke and tell me it's fine? Like I don't think so. <laughs> but is it is it weird? Like is it like super up? We because we're on our audience is mostly like Pakistani Twitter people and Pakistani YouTube people, and everyone's super urban. People think that this is what like the all of Pakistan is. We all go to restaurants like that are that would be like wildly unaffordable for most of the country. No one ever really considers like people say they're middle class and they have like three cars um yeah I know. They, <laughs> well done they're like yeah we're just middle class and it's like your house is huge and you yeah. each have a car like <laughs> yeah i've never um, owned a car i want a car <laughs> shit man you guys was are that, rich by all standards <laughs> was that like a so, weird um like do you have any like weird experiences i'm just fishing for yeah. stories now yeah i mean totally because I mean, as a traveler, as an English speaking traveler, especially like the people who you're going to interact with are going to be like burger people because they wow, speak English. Yeah, I told you, I've seen like some things. That is super um, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so like these are the people you're going to be interacting with because they speak English, they can relate yeah. to you, they like understand your culture a bit and kind of get where you're coming mm, from. Mm. And they're just the easiest to communicate with. Yeah. And so it kind of, it can give you a skewed perception. And that's not to say it's like wrong. Um, like their experiences are legit, but also once you leave the cities, you might have a totally different yeah. experience. Yeah. And so where I've seen big problems with it is that, especially with coming with like recommendations about what you can and cannot do in Pakistan. Like you guys know, if you walked outside in like shorts and a t-shirt and like Peshawar, people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, but then yeah. I see online a lot of the times when girls are like, hey, like I'm going to Pakistan or whatever Islamic country, honestly. Um, and like, what can I wear? Like, do I have to wear this? And then like rich Karachi girls would be like, no, don't worry about it, man. We walk around in tank tops and shorts all the time. It's like, what? Yeah. Where? Yeah, <laughs> like even in the mall people aren't wearing tank tops and shorts man like what like are you Rizwan's, Rizwan's a guy and he's gotten into real shit way too many times for wearing shorts and he insists <laughs> yeah. on wearing shorts like, comfy, yeah so but <laughs> after the seventh time someone tells you you're gonna get arrested for yeah. some imaginary crime you'd be like maybe yeah. don't wear shorts yeah it's like maybe I'll just wear like yeah <laughs> So yeah, so like these people have like a very like specific view of the country. And so like in their circles, yeah, you can like roll around in like tank tops and shorts and be fine as long as you're just going from like house to house or party to party and using your driver everywhere. Um, like even in my own experience, I was with people in Karachi and they're like, hey, like we're going out, like let's go to a party. And I was like, well, what do I wear? they're like yeah just like wear whatever and they're like laughing at me because literally all i had in my backpack was like shalmar kameez and they were like god even the foreigners wearing our clothes we don't even wear those clothes bro and i was like okay and they put on like little dresses and like shorts and stuff and i was like are you sure we can wear that and they're like yeah no no it's totally fine it's normal in karachi and then we stopped at a gas station to like buy cigarettes or like they needed to get something and then suddenly all the girls were like 
can I use your dupata? I need your dupata. Give it to me. I need to like cover up. It's like you were the one who told me not to wear these clothes yeah. like two seconds ago, and now you're all like trying to wrap up and cover and run away. Mm. It's like, oh my god. And so it's like this kind of discrepancy that can cause a lot of problems. Because like also at this point, I know that it exists. So like I know how to filter the recommendations that I get. But yeah. people who don't know, like a first time visitor, if they're like, oh shit, I'm coming in summer. Can I wear like tank tops? And people are like, yeah, sure, go for it. And they don't know oh that God. there is that disparity. Yeah, so you can imagine they show up and they're like rolling around in like old mm. Lahore and tank tops and everyone's just like, what is happening? Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah. Well, um, like apart, apart from the misinformation that might be like spreading, uh, like you can wear whatever you want do you think still this is part of the experience that tourists should have like a rich experience of pakistan too because see my most of my interactions with foreigners in lahore has been at weddings you know and they all fly in in groups and that's the life that they get for two weeks in lahore it's just huge houses and armored cars and like security details and all of that I don't know, maybe should we sell that as a tourism point? <laughs> Yo, you can come around with an escort for weeks yeah. to be there. People do like that. People actually, like some people like escorts because they feel important when they have them. I think yeah. like, that's another story. Mm. Um, I, like, I feel like it's okay. If that's what people want, then sure. And I think it's like a good thing, probably like you're alluding to, that people have this like different, view of the country like it's cool yeah. that you can go and also sit and like camp out with your macbook and like drink shit expensive coffee and like <laughs> extremely white like gossipy ladies talking about like the last four iphones yeah. that they purchased <laughs> and so like it's good to like have this mixture of experiences like whatever do whatever you like just make sure that your expectations are set because you can have all that but then the second you have to like or the second you're out on like a day trip into rural Punjab or Sindh and you have to go to the toilet and then the only option is like take all your clothes off truck take all your clothes off yeah <laughs> take yeah. all your clothes yeah. off go to the nearest kaba and be like yeah. do you have a western flush toilet and just yeah <laughs> people are gonna jump into a well to avoid the awkwardness of that situation they're like I just know this is just way too much <laughs> mm. Is it is it easy to get around like for like a non Urdu speaking person going from city to city? Airports, sure, yeah. everyone speaks English. Yeah. But Devos too, I guess. But what about yeah. within the city? Well, there's Kareem now. Yeah, Kareem makes it super easy. You mm. don't have to haggle with like rickshaw people anymore. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no, Kareem rickshaw. Is it like both of them do rickshaws, right? Like Kareem yeah. and Uber rickshaws yeah. are actually really difficult as a foreigner because you always get the driver calling you to see if he really feels like driving there. And then he'll wow. just be like <laughs> saying stuff to you. And you're like, I don't know, man, location, location. And he's like, yeah, but where, where are you? Like, why, why should I like, call him? And he's like driving in the yeah. other direction and you're like, cancel, cancel. And he's like, no, no, no. Like I don't speak English too bad. <laughs> and you get charged. So I actually don't use rickshaw. <laughs> you said you um, use the but, bikes. Yeah, the bikes are awesome. I really wow. like the bikes. I, would, um, I, I don't know if, I'm such a burger. I cannot tell you the last time I was on a motorcycle in my uh, life. Uh, 
in my life <laughs> like not even in pakistan outside of Pakistan, just <laughs> ever once to be fair they're more like common in pakistan so you can forgive sure. me for that yeah um oh no, the bikes are chill i know that it's like easy for me as a foreign woman to be like bikes are dope everyone should take them um but also i'm like a backpacker so the cheaper it can be the better it is and bikes yeah. are like one fifth of the cost of mm. a car so i like bikes um yeah. but i've had like but like some of the bike drivers when they see it's a girl they're like yeah i'm gonna like keep as much distance as humanly possible between you and me and this is awkward i like hold on really tight on the back so i don't pop off and don't like accidentally touch him either Mm. so it gets awkward sometimes but it's cheap um getting around in general is not that bad because a lot of people speak english okay like compared to other countries so many people speak english in pakistan because i heard that like the british came and conquered everything at some point something (laughs) like that um but it's mad easy to get around because of that and Mm. like the hard part is finding what you need (laughs) many people will help you but many people do not know what you're actually looking for but they will (laughs) tell you that they know what you're looking for (laughs) and then take you somewhere completely different so like finding buses if it's not like organized by daewoo or fessel movers or whomever then it's like okay shit where do i go like the bus station in pindi yeah. is like the most confusing like mensa puzzle ever yeah just like go to the station it's like but which station there's like 12 stations and they're all like spread out and there's a million buses and a million people and like i'm going to get run over by a bus if i stand here looking <laughs> dumb any longer um and like finding like the little local vans between villages can be hard because travelers are always trying to go to random places that people don't want to be going to and then yeah. finding them is hard but okay. language is rarely a problem okay. language is actually that's mad good. easy yeah because my whole idea was i mean we would find things like sure infuriating but also easy at a much greater level just because we're from there so we don't even know if we can like people ask me i live in ireland and my wife works in like the design sector here and people are like oh yeah pakistan yeah we're thinking of going and our knee-jerk reaction is don't just don't just don't go there <laughs> she's from do such a thing? yeah she's from islamabad so now we're doing yeah go to islamabad they go to the north and then leave <laughs> yeah is that is that like not something we should be saying oh okay you can go to lahore as well I mean, Lahore is like, it has the like southern cities vibes. It's like got all of the Mughal shit and all of the like things older than that going mm. on in Lahore. So Lahore is like, I think for a tourist, the most intriguing city. It'd be like Lahore or Peshawar, but Peshawar is not as like big or developed as Lahore. So okay, Lahore okay. is more forgiving mm-hmm. than Peshawar. Yeah. Okay. So, and yeah, Islamabad is like the least interesting place a tourist yes. can go. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's, I'm learning to like it. There's a lot of like nice things in the area <laughs> if you have your own transport. But just like from a tourist perspective, Islamabad is a drag, yeah. man. No, no. It's the like, first thing I wrote gosh, in the agenda, the first thing I wrote in the agenda was that I'm from Karachi, so I'm disappointed that that's not your favorite place. <laughs> But fine, there's ones from Lahore. I'm glad you like it. But we all agree that Islamabad that is boring. Islamabad is 
it's organized it's numbering yeah. system is nice i guess yeah um, but just it's no one is coming to pakistan to go sit in a cafe and be posh you can do that literally everywhere in the world basically on, on that i i have a question on that point uh like on on all your trips most of the time were you having just pakistani food or were you looking yeah. for your americanized food too yeah um i really like pakistani food so i'm yeah. okay with it i know that it takes like 10 years off of my lifespan but it's really good so i'm <laughs> okay with it um there's been when i'm really looking for different food it's usually cuz i haven't had vegetables that weren't like oiled yeah. into oblivion in like weeks and so I'll go out and be like I need salad how do I find salad that doesn't have like mayonnaise or corn in it and then I- <laughs> uh, the the traditional pizza hut salad yeah. yes I know what you know <laughs> <laughs> exactly. yeah. um, but also it's super expensive so I don't do that too often um mm. but yeah like I look for a salad and I look for coffee and those are like my or in indulgences and then anything beyond that is like someone i'm with wants to go out to dinner and they don't want to eat pakistani food but like yeah i could probably live off of like samosa for forever i could eat chaat literally every single day of my life and be wow. fine and also not die it's like actually healthy it's like the only yeah. healthy food that you can healthy. i mean i don't know what, what healthy means now if we're if we're calling chaat healthy but sure comparatively Yeah, um, it's like chickpeas and like vegetables and like yogurt. What's wrong with that? And then like yeah. fried crispy stuff. That yeah. Makes it tasty, but it's a little bit expensive. Sure, sure. Um what that that's a curious thing though. You've been traveling for a long while, so you're used to eating non-American things. Yeah. Um was that like when you started traveling, was that something that you like were open to or was that something you was it hard for you to get over because my only experience is I went to China for a while for like 3 weeks and I had to I'm like great I'm a citizen of the world I eat everything and Chinese food is fine and I'm eating it but like 2 weeks in I was like I have to go to Pizza Hut because I have to <laughs> detox there's a KFC yeah I have to get like something KFC is okay but Pizza Hut like no man. Pizza in China is uh, super amazing. It's like you know when all the American stuff is better outside of America. Yeah. So like I'm saying you Pizza Hut because I grew up in the US and right. like Pizza Hut is punishment to me but like outside <laughs> yeah. of the US it's legit. McDonald's is fancy is outside so the US. I've gone to McDonald's to get chicken nuggets a few times. Um yeah, possibly yeah. under the influence of things but like they're mad good <laughs> overseas. Um no it's not that hard but but i also okay. am not like super attached to american food okay um and also like i like spices so okay. it's cool it's all good i know many people really don't like spices and then yeah. i laugh because yeah. people will be like what can i eat in pakistan that doesn't have any spices in it and it's like yeah i did nothing probably cuz <laughs> <laughs> even the yogurt coffee. Even the, Even the yogurt has spices. I do hate that when they put like shitloads of cumin on the yogurt. It's like, but why? I can't yeah. get to the yogurt now. I don't need a whole tablespoon of cumin on my yogurt. Just like a sprinkle. I was, like a- there was this random stat that said that the world produce eats like consumes nine million tons of spices a year, out of which seven million come from India, and. out of that 7 million they only export like 1 million 
So 75% of the world's spices are consumed in India. So yeah. I was like, yeah, oh we're God. next to them. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like basically yeah. similar situation. A little bit less as you go further west, I guess, but still. Mm. Cliche, so it, cliche it, question would be, what are your, like if I say top five Pakistani things to eat of any category, what comes to mind and so why? Like, are the different Pizza Hut pizzas separate things? Everything, or one anything. Thing? In, but okay, just has to be so in like, and of Pakistan. Just like one through five on Pizza Hut's menu, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like aside from that. Yeah, sure. Um, favorite food? No, no, no Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut. Sorry, I know you like it, but I. <laughs> um, so favorite foods. Kofi Faluda is like the greatest food on the face of the earth. And I would literally kill puppies right now if I could have like a really oh, yeah. legit bowl of Kofi right now. Yeah, I have we've... not found it in Belgium. I've tried very hard and have it, not. It's come um, up seven times. So I, yeah, I'm not surprised. I do know someone yeah. in Belgium who's Pakistani. I'll ask her if she has any okay. recommendations. Be like, she's going to be like, no, it's all depressing here. As it is. Um, but there's that. Um, chat, I already said that I really like, but like really legit samosa chat is really good. And I know that was like the least healthy one I could have picked, which is why it tastes so good. Yeah, yeah. Um, respect, respect. I really like chapli kebab. Okay. I actually oh, yeah. became vegetarian in the pandemic and I'm literally been like thinking like, so if I were there, like, would I eat them again? Like, probably, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. don't even eat red meat what I wasn't vegetarian and still ate chocolate kebabs which is so good. yeah um I really this is like really basic but I really like lacha parata and andan like oh, it's so yeah. simple but like really yes. good lacha parata is so good and it's so oh, crispy and swirly so it looks so pretty it's and you just so ate. instagrammable <laughs> I know you just ate oh, like a you just bowl. ate <laughs> Stop being this excited. If only I had parathas yeah. to go with my chicken. It'd be so good. Make that a thing. That'd be magical. I've actually, I've actually had a lot of paratha with KFC. Wow. When I was younger. Wow. Yeah. That's 20 yeah. years off your life. That like, we're talking like sandwich or like just for grabbing or just like bites of each. You could oh, okay. like make yeah. like a desi kfc sandwich thing yeah i would, buy yeah, yeah. I would be first yeah, in line yeah, yeah. you should sell all that to the u.s <laughs> they would totally eat that they're like fried bread with fried chicken and americans would be like yo you <laughs> give the man a nobel prize <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's and that's our our version of the donut sandwich. So yeah, <laughs> yeah I forgot this already exists in the US. Yeah. <laughs> you still have one more to go. Oh yeah. Um I don't know. Wait, shit. What have I said already? Oh, I really like Malai Boti. They're freaky. Oh. I don't know how they do that. I don't know how they make it so creamy, but it's good. Yeah, we whatever don't. they do, that shit's good. We we're um. not sure either. So oh but you were vegetarian now. Now. Is it yeah. easy like with your extensive experience, Pakistan doesn't have a lot of vegetarians. Even if you were vegans, we actively discourage it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but if you yeah. were vegetarian and you go to Pakistan um, now, do you think you'll have enough food options available? Like India definitely yeah, would. Yeah, India's mad easy as a vegetarian. Yeah. Um, so like even before this, I didn't really eat so much meat. I've been trying okay. to like reduce my meat intake unless sure. it's something really, really good like sure. chocolate kebabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um, so I've definitely had a lot of times where it's like, okay, so do you have sabzi? And they're like, we have gosh. 
It's like, yeah, but do you have some scenes? Like, yeah, we have ghosts. Like, ghost. like, yeah, but like, but like, do you have like some scene, like ghost kebagir, however you say that? Like, is that a thing? They're like, That's no. right, yeah. <laughs> like, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll be like, okay, do you have dolls? And they're like, yeah, we have dolls. And then it comes out and there's like chunks of nothing floating in the doll. <laughs> like, oh my God, okay, fine. Sure, yes, okay. Mm. So it'll be tricky. I had a vegetarian woman on my tour and like she basically just ate like dog chavel every day okay oh wow i mean that is <laughs> there's is like great. there's like there's good stuff like there's yeah. vegetables in most places eventually once you get over the like why are you just eating vegetables they usually have something and then in the north it's quite easy to have like local vegetables mm. but hmm. in people's houses it's okay it's just like as a traveler you're eating on the street and like unless you're eating yeah. just the most like, all day eventually they're like yeah but you have to order kebabs or else why am i serving you if you're not yeah. eating fucking kebabs? <laughs> i don't want to sing like bring you doll this is a waste of but my time great segue um how often were people dragging you into their houses to feed you is that a thing because everyone <laughs> said that and like our parents wouldn't have us in their house if they could help it so like yeah. you say that but like you don't show up and then every single like auntie and uncle is like you have to come to our house and you have to sit and shut up and like let us feed yeah. you and tell yeah. us how it is in like yeah, ireland yeah. or whatever yeah especially since i totally. left it's a bigger thing yeah yeah. like tell us how good your life is overseas <laughs> and eat all of this shit but then actually tell us life yeah. is better um <laughs> yeah so like it's definitely a thing people are really nice they'll be like hey like why are you here come eat in my house and it's like okay it's like complete strangers sometimes yeah oh now it doesn't happen as often um when i was traveling with the white guy it happened like all the time it was like literally <laughs> like what are you doing let's go and now they're like who are you and like are you from islamabad why is your urdu so shitty and sick <laughs> <laughs> well, that is that is why yeah, i love this exactly. so much why? <laughs> I, I had it at a i got stopped at a checkpoint i was driving my bike through swat last time i was there and the guy stopped yeah. me at the checkpoint he was like Abkhase, and i was like amrika and he's like okay huh it's like yeah i'm from america and he's like so you're from Karachi? And it's like, no. <laughs> Islamabad? It's like, no. It's like, okay, okay, just go, just go away. Yeah. So like people assume I'm just like a burger. Like yourself. They assume okay, that I'm yeah, a burger. Yeah. Just, like can't speak or do to save my life. And so I get less yeah. dinner invites because of that now. Okay, okay. But Aww. no, like people are still nice. Like, and they, they find out I'm American yeah. and then they're get your game face on like let's be hospitable and welcome the guests etc etc so okay. it happens just not as often but it's definitely a thing i see it happening also to people like in the north if people if tourists are nice and not moving in like a huge pack i think that is right. also a thing with pakistani tourists because they're like we never get invited to anything but also like no one is going to invite a group of 20 boys to come into their house no one's going yeah. to invite a group of 20 foreigners into their house because there's 20 of them and no one yeah. wants to give chai yeah. to 20 different people yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. like so like local travelers move in groups but like foreigners are often solo <laughs> or as a couple and so it's way easier to invite people in but like i've sure. seen pakistani travelers be invited in and like taken around also when it's okay, just yeah. them or just a few people right 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 yeah no a friend of mine went to um is it hunza or gilgit one of the two 
Um, and uh, he was also of the thing that he was then invited him and his wife. He's Pakistani. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they were like, yeah, it's, it's their thing was also like people just come here and then they just trash our town just for the tourism, like wild groups of people. And then they just leave. Like no one cares about like the culture or the history or, you know, don't want, just people just don't even not litter. So um, I guess that does make sense. <laughs> Uh, I mean like even local influencers like they share sometimes because they go to places with like just their own bike or whatever sometimes and they also have stories of like yeah we showed up and needed to get here and had no way to get here and then this dude just like gave us a ride and then we went to his house and ate Mm. all the food and did all the things a lot of it is like circumstantial and just the big groups are really rude like you've probably seen it people can be really obnoxious and like really entitled and so like if you wouldn't invite those people in either so yeah um do people i've seen like recently i saw uh people like uh mark weens and food ranger and them they're in pakistan they're always with like a tour company is that something that would be necessary maybe they chose to but would it is it still like if you're a first time traveler, is that still necessary or could you figure things out on your own? It depends on your level of comfort that you want. I think it's totally possible to do things on your own, but it's definitely much easier to have someone do it for you. Cause just like booking hotels, hotels aren't online in a lot of places. No, they're not, yeah. Um, You have to call, like you have to call people and they may or may not speak English and then you need a room. And then if you book a room, they might give your room away. By the time you get there, if you book too far in advance, they'll be like, yeah, but you weren't here five minutes later. So screw that. Um, (laughs) Finding transports hard, like just navigating streets when a bunch of people are like trying to give you shit or get you shit or whatever is a bit tricky and just knowing what's there just because there's such a lack of information like it's changing now as more and more people come and they share things and there's more blogs writing about how to do stuff and so it's getting easier but especially in the beginning like I was a backpacker so I don't give a shit I'll show up and just figure things out but like if my parents were to go I wouldn't tell them to go independently I'd be like you should hire a guide and have them figure things out for you yeah yeah so that's yeah then uh, that's what I was also going to ask. Like, do you think Pakistan now, perhaps, so your parents are a great example of not people who are roughing it out and just willing to take whatever. Do you think like it's going towards the path where it can be just another place that people go to? Or is it still uh-huh. firmly in the <clears throat> venture tourism category? It's getting there sure. like there's definitely <laughs> there's now like definitely places more places to stay where like an older more like comfort desirous traveler could go and like not be like what the fuck am i paying this money for as opposed to before and it was like you just have to pay like 200 euros a night for hotel one and you don't know why and it's in a shit location yeah. like now there's like the boutique guest houses and like whatever glamping i haven't actually been glamping but i know there is glamping. somewhere yeah. there is glamp pods yeah. somewhere i saw that's on instagram yeah. yeah there's like the camping pods and stuff so yep. like it's definitely getting easier i think that there's still a lot of challenges if you aren't willing to rough it out and i think there's still a lot of issues about value for money because okay. a lot of the places accommodation can be quite expensive in Pakistan once you get to like the mid-range or upper levels and in some places you 
get good quality and then in a lot of places it's like <coughs> crap compared to in, what you have yeah, internationally yeah. like in thailand if you paid 30 us dollars you can have like a really comfy room it's super clean you have a shower tv maybe a view and then in pakistan if you pay 50 or 60 us dollars you have like a crumbling ptdc room with some like <laughs> really creepy helper who like walks in without knocking and is like what do you want and then he like doesn't actually know like what you're yeah. saying to him and then like they're bothering you at weird times of the day and the electricity doesn't always work mm. and like the shower might work and it might not work and the toilet yeah. might have been cleaned or it might not have been cleaned yeah. and so yeah. like <clears throat> Yeah. that still has to be worked out. and yeah thailand's a great example of like a mature tourist location yeah. like for decades yeah. they've been you know firmly established yeah okay okay yeah, like thailand is like peak what tourism can be like mm -hmm. i think the goal with tourism should be if someone shows up and they're a total idiot and they fall out of the plane will they get <laughs> screwed or not and like if the answer is <laughs> no you're doing something right and like people yeah. Whenever I say that, people are like, yeah, but like it's tourist responsibility to do stuff and blah, blah, blah. No, and like yeah, it is. Sure. But also you have to assume that these people are going to do that because yeah. they are. They're already doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah that you have is to so design true. for yeah. the lowest common denominator. Exactly. And if you can take care of yep. them, you have it all set. And so yeah. right now, if you fell yeah. out of a plane into Pakistan with nothing but like your Hawaiian shirt and shorts, you're going to have like a mullah screaming at you within like <laughs> two hours. You're going to be taken to a hotel that like may or may not be like meeting your hygiene standards. And you're probably going to be like sick from the food in two seconds if you have no idea yeah. what's going on. And so, okay, that's fair. That makes sense. Yeah. It's like um, fine. Yeah. Like not every country can be Thailand. It's okay. It's yeah. just about acknowledging like what is still a concern point. Mm. Hmm. I think mm -hmm. uh, the two very important things I had at the end, sort of inside jokes. Um, have you been to Switzerland? Yes, <laughs> briefly, but not. Briefly. Two hour mountains compared to Switzerland. <laughs> because whenever anyone talks about Pakistan's north, they're like, why would you go to Switzerland? <laughs> When you have this um <laughs> i hate it when people do <laughs> it's the switzerland of pakistan yeah it's like, it's like you guys have higher mountains you don't have to compare your mountains are nicer but they're mountains okay, okay they're nice um the mountains yeah. are nicer the infrastructure is definitely not nicer i laugh every time i hear that partially because doing that is unfair mm, and second of yeah. all because switzerland is like one of the most organized freaking countries on the face of the yeah, stereotypically country. literally everything in switzerland works perfectly they make watches That's why it looks like a postcard exactly <laughs> they are just one gigantic ticking mountainous watch yeah if you are late by five seconds people are like Mm, I really like that. And so when people compare Pakistan to Switzerland, it's like, oh my god, if only you knew how wrong. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but the mountains are nicer. Okay, mountains so give and take. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then there was this other picture that you put out, uh, and I had like this super slim screenshot of boys and girls hanging out in a mall in Lahore, and the ending was, "This is a developing country on Twitter." Everyone is like, is this the Islamic Republic <laughs> of Pakistan? Whenever anything happens. Um, was that, I don't know. I mean, you've been there so long. Um, so you're used to it. Are people surprised still that Pakistan isn't like, you know, Taliban controlled or something like they were expecting it to be? Yeah. 
Totally. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, like people who follow travel influencers, like they're starting yeah. to learn. It's becoming like normalized, but I have plenty of like non-travel savvy people who are like, you can go there. Whenever I like see family now, they're like, so how are your travels in the Middle East going? It's like, uh, Middle East, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a thing. They're like, do you have to wear like burqa and stuff? It's like, no. <clears throat> And so like that perception is still there. And then like people still like assume everything is going to be like donkey carts and like people sure. praying at like mud brick mosques or whatever people think happens. Um yeah, so yeah. the perception is still there. But Okay, okay. I had this really weird conversation. I have some family in Iowa and so to go there you fly into chicago and then you take like this shuttle or whatever to iowa um so <laughs> it was me it's like and... amazingly connected okay. oh, yeah, yeah it's from direct from here um God, so civilized i didn't yeah. expect that. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy is driving me over i don't remember this is probably obama time has to be obama times um because his major concern was about his guns being taken away um and uh the lady in the back was obviously american she was getting off halfway and i was not american um so they're just talking about it blah 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 and she's being like super hilariously sarcastic she's like what are you gonna do with your gun you're not gonna you're gonna shoot yourself etc cetera, etc cetera. and he's like no i have to protect myself blah 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 so and they're like where are you from where are you? and she's like oh i live here and then they ask where are you from I'm like, oh yeah i'm from pakistan and i remember that lady very obviously she's like oh <laughs> and she said nothing the whole time but then the guy starts talking again and he's like guns this that security and now he's trying to find common ground and he wasn't like a nice guy he was super chill um he's like you know like you must understand you know because like beheadings and stuff, you know i was like beheadings we don't have those like just on a tuesday um <laughs> like oh yeah my uncle in the tribal belt yeah. <laughs> it was such a weird experience and then after that like she got off halfway because her that's where she lived and then when i was getting off by that time we were talking about kung fu movies and i was like i think i've built a bridge here of some sort he was like yeah you should watch this movie raid it's by this indonesian i was like dude you should watch it it's an australian director it's a martial arts movie and yeah and I'll go sort out the beheadings. <laughs> <laughs> all right, bye. <laughs> but yeah, that was, that's, that's all he knew. Oh, yeah. we, we went to Thailand in 2012 and we were on the beach. Yeah. And uh, they were doing the parasailing thing. Some guy wanted to do it. And he's like, where are you from? And we're in Pakistan. He's like, oh, where's your gun? I was like, what the fuck, man? You, li- <laughs> you live on the beach. <laughs> you're, you're giving me shit. <laughs> but that was the image. Um, but about in- traveling to the US, I have a question for Alex. Oh, reverse. So uh, we, we, yeah, we we yeah. talked about uh, like at the beginning of our talk how uh, everything in Pakistan. It, it, you have to show the the real picture. You know, you you can't just walk into every city and just roam around alone. It, what's what's like one place in the US you wouldn't want like a South Asian tourist just walk around alone? Is there such a thing? Yeah. Not safe lots. for... <clears throat> oh, I mean, not yeah. safe for whom? 
Yeah, there's plenty of extremely poor neighborhoods in the U.S. where if you're a tourist walking around with your camera, you're probably going to get mugged or yeah. possibly worse. Yeah. Um, there are plenty of places yeah. in the U.S. that are like hidden from people's view near like chemical plants and stuff where people just have like crazy amounts of cancer in the U.S. just like pretends they don't exist and assumes that if they all die, nothing will happen. Oh, and wow. so those are all like super poor, fucked up neighborhoods. Um, there are plenty of places in the US where people have lots of guns. There are places in the US where segregation is still a thing. And like the deep South, people will deny non-white wow. people service still. Um, and so not everywhere, obviously, but there are definitely places where yeah. the more colored you are, the less people are gonna help you. So, good job, yeah. America. So. Um, Rizwan appears to be stuck. Oh, he's back now. Okay. Did you get all of that, yeah. Rizwan? <clears throat> Sorry, I, I missed it. Yeah. So basically, don't show up with a beard and a tan yeah. in specific parts. Yeah. So fair and lovely. Or a glow and Fair and lovely. lovely for days. Glow yeah. and lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Sorry, sorry. Glow and um. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and we'll, we can't shave our beards because we we're too attached to them or they're attached to us. <laughs> uh, we'll dye them. Uh, <laughs> you just have to blonde. have like a super hipster haircut and then it's okay. If you just get like kind of like what you have yeah. already respond, but make sure it's like mad short on the sides. So yeah, you can push, the, like, the alt-right haircut. Yeah. Something and just like really have it gelled <laughs> off to the side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think Alex, um, we've taken up a lot of your time. Uh, I think that's everything I had in my extremely overcomplicated agenda. Is there anything you felt that you wanted to talk about that I haven't covered or missed or whatever? You're fine. Um, I mean, I could mention Kofi for like the eighth time, I guess. No, but I think we're I fine. feel like that's <laughs> depressing. So, no, that's it. Okay, great. Um, well, no, but, uh, but you should, you should. You should give a message to our people in Urdu. The youth. No, don't do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she's, she's, she's spoken uh, a, a surprising you I, said, yeah, I said something. I've been taking Urdu classes in lockdown. So wow. maybe I know something. So you're coming oh, my wow. accent's really bad, huh? You're, you're planning. We've, been, we've been taking English classes. <laughs> <laughs> my God, your English is so good for a person. Wow, you look so exotic, but your yeah. accent amazing i think that's like what americans are supposed to say to that yeah, so. yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a lot of my life but <laughs> but okay <laughs> i think uh Razan, anything you wanted to mention or we good oh, very yeah, yeah we're good we're good very confrontational ending oh, are you good you good are you fine <laughs> do you have any patches are, are we good Hi, I wish for world peace for Pakistan, and I think it could yeah. be Pakistan, or the world's number one tourism destination. <laughs> and on that note, that's going to be the trailer. Yeah, so positive image only. Uh, thank you very much. For, positive uh, image only. Thank you for great. making time. Um, this is a bit more. Giving me everything. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Um, Please invite me to your homes and give me your first forms. And so if you come to Ireland, you can come to my house. <laughs> That's I'll continue. If I want to go even colder, yeah. in the world, I can go to yeah. Ireland. Yeah. There's no sun here for weeks. Okay. Um, There's no sun in Belgium either. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, so 
Oh, wow. It's like kind of the same. You just have more like green and sheep and nice. Yeah, stuff. so many sheep. So many oh. sheep. Um, <laughs> Alex, thank you very much for coming. Rizwan, thank yeah. you for always being here. Um, thank everyone, you. thank you for watching. There's links below. Um, new thing. Uh, this is probably going to be the second week, but we have a Patreon. So when I used to say send money, now it's real. So send money. <laughs> send money. Yeah, yeah. And your funds. <laughs> content creators, it's actually a thing, not sarcastic. Yeah, it so. takes weeks to do, like not weeks, hours yeah. to do this. He um, just had to sit and talk to me for an hour and a half, and now he has to go for an hour and a half or more to edit it. So or more. Y'all um, are leeching and not watching yeah. enough ads. <laughs> That's a bit more confrontational than I would have liked, but I Confer support it. Confrontational end. I have a Patreon. It's legit. People should pay. Go. Go so, follow yeah. Alex yeah. everywhere uh, online, not in real life, and read everything on her blog. That is, <laughs> it's super detailed. I've There's just pages of stuff that I just didn't even talk about because yep. there's just so much. Um, yeah. Alex, thank you very much for coming. Maybe yeah, you'll go to Pakistan again, and hopefully it'll be as good as before a while. That's the best, <laughs> the best ending we could have had. Okay, I'm going to stop recording. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye.